When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the DCAU Review, hosted by Cal and Liam, streaming on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and at DCAUreview.com. Now, here's today's episode. Welcome, everyone, to episode 28 of the DCAU Review. I'm your co-host, Cal, and with me, as he is every single episode, my good brother, friend, and the DCAU Twitter guru, Liam. Liam, welcome to episode 28. I'm really excited today, man. We got a really uh, <clears throat> cool episode to talk about oh, today. Oh, we couldn't go the whole episode without couldn't a cold go, Couldn't go 10 seconds. That's true. Uh, uh, well, we are still in the futuristic setting of Gotham City here, uh, st- staying with Batman Beyond. Uh, and today, Liam, I'm very excited. We are both very excited about this episode. Yes. We knew it was coming up because uh, we've kind of been going in order for the Batman Beyond episodes. Uh, this episode is Meltdown. And uh, this episode has uh, two uh, sort of major debuts in this series. The first, we get the first uh, actual debut of of Blight, the character. He gets a name. He's not just Eric Powers' glowy version (laughs) anymore. Uh, he's, uh, He's Blight. And we get some interaction between him and Batman. And, of course, the main thread, the main theme uh, for the entire episode uh, involves an old friend from the DCAU uh, original series, Batman the Animated Series, that, of course, being Mr. Freeze. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's really cool. And we've mentioned in the past episodes of them sort of walking that line between some allusions to the past but really trying to make sure that this world stands out on its own. But with a character like Mr. Freeze... Who is uh, who has been established over the series to be uh, immortal? Basically, yeah. Um, it just it fit, and uh, for the plot, for the story they wanted to tell, it doesn't feel gimmicky. It doesn't feel like they just wanted to use Mister Freeze in an episode. Like right, it, it's in, it's an important episode for what happens to not only the Mister Freeze character, but for how it affects uh, Terry's outlook on on life and the rehabilitation of criminals and and. Yep. A lot of very heavy subject matter. This is maybe the the most emotionally heavy episode we've dealt with as far as Batman Beyond goes so far. Absolutely. Let's jump into plot then, Liam, and, and we'll talk a little bit about it. So the <clears throat> excuse me, the plot stems from Derek Powers uh, suddenly realizing that his uh, his solution of putting on new body skin every day uh, <laughs> is is uh, is not lasting as long as he'd want it to. Uh, they the scientists uh, discover that he's uh, giving off more radiation than he had been in the past. His molecules are changing, or some scientific explanation. Uh, and introdu- introduced is this Doctor Stephanie Lake, uh, a new character. Uh, who decides that uh, she thinks that they can just give Derek Powers a new body based on some new scientific findings or something. Um, And uh, Derek Powers is interested but worried that they haven't tested it yet. Her idea is to test out this this body switching on one Mr. Freeze. Uh, So we're introduced to Mr. Freeze's head. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Now, we haven't reviewed the episode from the new Batman Adventures 
uh, series yet, but we learn from that that uh, whatever molecular degeneration that he had uh, has sort of robbed him of his physical body. He's just a standing head nowadays. Yes. Um, and uh, really sad. It sounds like, uh, according to him, he's kind of been on ice, no pun intended. Actually, very, very much intended. Uh, he's been on ice for <laughs> several decades, uh, just sitting in this lab, and uh, they're about to give him this new lease on life. They give him a new body. Everything seems to be going well. Um, there's some there's some real good depth in in between the the time where he's given this new body, and of course, eventually the body rejects him, and he he starts reverting back to his his Mister Freeze state. But yes. there's there's a little sweet spot in between there where he's trying to trying to sort of rehabilitate himself, and he's given a new lease on life. He starts this. Um, Starts this foundation, the Nora Freeze Foundation, and he's uh, there's a really cool interaction with a guy that he claims he ruined his life, and Batman's there. But to me, the cool part it, it goes beyond no pun intended for that <laughs> one. <laughs> really, no pun intended. Doing it on accident. I did it on accident, right? Uh, it goes beyond the 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 storyline here for Mister Freeze. It, there's more about the interaction between Terry and Bruce. Absolutely, there's. Basically, from the moment we're introduced to the to the new Mister Freeze, and he makes it clear that uh, like the first thing we see Terry see him do is uh, save a cat who was about to get hit by a train, uh, <laughs> and 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 that's sort of contrasted by you know Terry's kind of has running commentary on what Freeze is doing, and Bruce keeps kind of reminding him that no, this guy is you know I I you don't know him like I know him. He explicitly says he doesn't trust him. He right. thinks he's up to something. Uh, both powers and freeze. He assumes they're working together in yes. some way. So that 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 uh, I think as great as the, the sort of the A story, the Mister Freeze story is in this episode. Uh, what really shined, I thought, was that dynamic between uh, between Bruce and Terry. And certainly, we'll get into that when we talk about voice acting a little bit later and maybe a little more in detail. But uh, yeah, plot's really strong here. I went uh, I went nine out of ten for plot. Um, again, there's that story we saw in Heart of Ice, which we reviewed just recently. Uh, he wasn't setting out to be a supervillain, and then he, this tragedy befalls him, and he becomes one. Right. Um, he cracks under the pressure, so to speak. Um, and here again, you see him now with a new lease on life, given this new body, given a fresh start. He's, again does not he doesn't immediately go put on a, a suit and decide to go rob banks. Like he's not he wants to be a good person. He wants to be a person that his former wife can be proud of, that can make reparations for the terrible things he's done as he as he tells the the, the old man who tries to kill him in yeah. the, in the graveyard. Um he he's going to try to make reparations and and then as his body breaks down and, and, and Derek Powers and, and Dr. Lake basically just decide to kill him um, <laughs> uh, in order so that they can harvest his Oregon, organs, or, organs, harvest not the his state. organs, not the state, the, uh, the heart, the lungs, right. the pancreas, <laughs> right. um, to try to dissect what exactly went wrong in this cloning process. It's the, the, the emotion of, of Mr. Freeze and his desperation to stay alive now uh, contrasted by the beginning of the episode when he's almost literally begging to die, uh, is really is really powerful stuff, and I thought they just did a great job of executing uh, all of that. But yeah, I went nine out of ten. 
Yeah, and it flips. It's interesting. I I went eight out of ten for my score. I thought it was really really good. My only my only complaint would be would have been cooler to, for this episode to be maybe just a little longer. Yeah. Um, and that's that's nitpicking. I really wish we could have got more time with him as Mister Freeze. Um, it seems like it's it's a very quick. It is. It's probably like four minutes of him in the new yeah. Freeze suit. Um, it's really great four minutes. But it's uh, it's you know it's hard. It, I just wish he he had gotten a little more time. Um, but it, it's interesting. You see, it, like you said at the beginning of the episode, he wants to die. He's tired. He's tired of living so much so that he doesn't care if this if there's a chance that this may kill him. He gets a new lease on life. He's excited. But then after the doctor who he is developing some sort of romantic relationship with tries to kill him and he realizes he's reverting back to the same life that he had before as far as being trapped in a cold suit all the time, he no longer wants to live. Yes. He's lo- he loses the will to live and decides, okay, well, if I'm going to go – if I don't want to live, I'm going to try and take out as many people as I want. And as Bruce says – he lives for revenge. Like yes, he he decides. He's like, you know what? I want to I want to kill myself, and I want to take out the people that that did this to me. And, and of me. course, he chooses a a Derek Powers. I mean, he confronts Derek Powers and and Doctor Lake when he when he does that. He wants them to die specifically, of right. course. But yes, this would be his sort of final dramatic act as he tells Batman, you know, when this goes, I go with it. Uh, and it's it's it's. There, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get into a little bit more of, of this specific part of that final scene uh, in voice acting, but it's it's done really really well. Absolutely. So uh, yeah, eight, eight out of ten for me for that. Uh, all right, let's jump over to music, Liam. Um, I, I thought that uh, music, e- even though it was a, it was similar in the first episode, and that it wasn't there wasn't a consistent soundtrack for it, it kind of went back and forth between some orchestral stuff and some some heavy rock, and then that freaking guitar (laughs) acoustic guitar at the end of the I guess that's the signature of Batman Beyond how to make a serious scene happen is with acoustic guitar wasn't as bad as the first scene or drawing as the first uh, episode rather Um, but uh, I just gave it 7 out of 10 I think that the only thing that really I was missing was the the classic Mr. Freeze theme they could I think feel like they could have done something to incorporate that maybe with even if they rocked it up a little bit with some yeah. rock guitars or something, but uh, that was the only thing missing for me. What about yours? Yeah, I went eight out of ten for my score. It's it's the good is so good uh, in this episode. From the the opening bit, it, the episode starts with Batman taking down some thugs on the dock that work for Derek Powers, mm-hmm. and there's again you get the the, the sort of rocked up, more frantic uh, fight scene music. You get that again near the end when Terry's fighting Blight. In the middle of it, uh, there's a, the scene in the, in the graveyard is mostly just piano mm-hmm. and uh, maybe a little bit of strings, and it's it's very sorrowful. Which I mean, that's sort of the point of the scene is contrasting the, the new Mister Freeze is trying to do good with this old man whose life say he murdered his family. Basically, is what the old man says happened, and and contrasting that the music there is so it adds so much to it, and the the final bit where uh, the building is coming down and Freeze basically refuses to let Batman save him. Yeah. Uh, the music again swells there. The tragedy of this character that we've now seen, and obviously we personally have reviewed every episode, but if you're a fan of DCAU, you've probably watched every appearance from you know from Heart of Ice to Sub-Zero to now. Like the, We have the full story of Mr. Freeze in DCAU, and it's such a it's a tragedy. It, yeah. it, it is. There's no happy endings nope. for this character. Um, yeah, it's very it's very sad. It's very tragic. For him. 
but the music adds so much to that emotion. And I'll, I'll disagree with you a little bit. I, I kind of like the soft acoustic guitar at the end. Okay. I thought, I thought for the emotion they were going for, it's, it's just Bruce and Terry sort of talking to each other about I hope that's not the, the Bruce end. and Terry theme. Maybe right? that is. Maybe oh, that's the gosh. Bruce and Terry Life Lessons Learned no. uh, theme song. But Please, dear God, no. <laughs> But I thought, I, even that, I thought worked for me here. Fair so enough. I thought it, it added, again, just added to that emotion and to the overall storytelling they were going for. I gotcha. Okay, uh, so why don't we skip over next to visuals? I know we're both chomping at the bit to talk about oh, this. Yeah. Uh, there are so many cool things uh, in this episode. Gosh, I just used another pun. Um, <laughs> there are so many great looking things in this episode um whether you go from your classic mr freeze uh head (laughs) um, it's cool to see a character design carried over from the new batman adventures uh over to this uh, batman beyond series stays exactly the same uh but there's some some great looks uh you get your first appearance of blight in full glory i guess yeah full full uh walking around and using his powers and uh just just a we talked about it in in one of the prior episodes, but just a, he's a great visual of a character. Absolutely, um, it stands out, and it's uh, it it. I mean, it's it's a simple design. It's a it's a glowing green skeleton, yes. but it, it looks it just looks super. Even cool. little things like I mean, he's still kind of wearing Derek Powers' suit, mm-hmm. like the shirt's burned off, but. He, his jag his still got like a suit jacket, like the sleeves have kind of been rolled up and burned a little yep. bit. But it's just so it's basically yeah, it's a skeleton, a glowing skeleton in a suit. But it works so well. Right, yeah. Um, Super good. And, and of course, we have the introduction of the new Mr. Free suit, which oh, I'm sure man. you're dying to talk oh, about. It's so cool, man. Yeah. And I, that might be why I had to give plot 9 out of 10, is because we didn't get enough of this suit. And if the, <laughs> the plot should have allowed for more Mr. Freeze. If there wasn't going to be two-parter or like a season-long arc, it should have at least not killed him so we could have gotten that suit back on the screen at some it's, point. It's super great. The design choice too to go with a white helmet with just you basically see what would be the foreshadow of his face, I guess, which yes. it's kind of reversed. Usually you would have it would be that would be the highlight of his face, but it's kind of shadowed in and you just see the red eyes. It's such a great and with the contrast of the blue and the the black on the suit and uh it's so good. It's it's, it's one of the best designs, I think they've ever done yeah um, it's, it's really cool absolutely tremendous it's got these giant like shoulder pad mm-hmm. you know, shoulder shoulder things yeah, shoulder little things like there's a part where he's showing like he's like we're trying to repair the suit and like the 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 i don't know whatever whatever rounds or whatever he needs to be able to fire the ice out of his hands uh, they sort of pop open you see him like pressing buttons and yeah so a lot of like extra detail in uh in that suit and so again, some of the visuals, the way the building crumbles as the icebergs are shooting up out of it, right. the, uh, the way Blight's powers are visualized, mm-hmm. he basically throws an ener- like a radiation ball at at Terry at yeah. one point, and like you see like little sparkles of radiation around Terry's head as he's trying to regain focus. Mm-hmm. He like exerts and basically sends a big ra- explosion of radiation back that. Uh, melts Terry's bat rope. When yeah. You see the bat rope basically turn glowing green and slowly mo- melt away. And then it, it you follow the the radiation up the rope, and then it actually explodes through the Batman suit. You see like this minor green explosion come yes. through on the other end. That that was a good good touch. Um, one of the things we're gonna, definitely going to talk about it again in visuals. But when uh, Freeze comes back to exert his revenge, also, so he kills Doctor Lake. Yes, um, violently. It, violently. 
And obviously, they're not going to show him impaling her with ice, uh, with you know, with shards of ice. But the way that they do it is so yes. cool. It, it, it's very lights, effective. You see light. You basically it cuts to the outside of the building where there's some police looking on, and you just hear you hear a scream, and you see lights flashing, and then you just sort of you come back, you just see like the edge of whatever he did to her, and you just see all this this jagged ice. It's, that's just very stationary. Such a good. I um, mean, it it sounds morbid to say, yeah. but it's it's a good. It's a cool yeah. visual. Not, like, yeah, another minor visual thing while we're talking about that is when he freezes powers. Oh uh, yeah, that's, which comes to the reveal of blight for the first time in his right. eyes. Uh, the the reveal of uh, you see the green energy start to kind of per, uh, you know come off of him. You see his skin start to melt away, and then the ice bursts, and you just see a close up of of blight's face. Yep, that's tremendously well done. So for all of those reasons, and probably a bunch more that we're forgetting, uh, <laughs> I gave uh, visuals and animation ten out of ten. Yeah, and uh, I also gave visuals and animation a ten out of ten. There you go. Identical scores for both of us. Two two sounds back. Two of our uh, perfect scores sounds back to back. <laughs> perfect. All right, uh, Liam, that brings us to our final category of the day, I believe, which will be voice acting. Um, the only – we got two – I know we have two two new voices added this week and a couple of our old standbys. Uh, who do we need to know about from this week's episode? So the biggest one is uh, Linda Hamilton plays Dr. Stephanie Lake, who people would probably know as Sarah Connor from The Terminator, uh, ah. the original Sarah Connor. I know there's been like 18 movies, so I don't know right. if she still plays Sarah Connor, but she did. Okay. Uh, the, the classic Sarah Connor, Sarah Connor OG. Okay, from um, Terminator. Yes. Okay. Uh, so she's uh, she's a big part of that. Um, she has a very, she's very solemn and no, uh, no pun intended. She's very cold in a lot of her delivery, correct? Which contrasts the now very animated and emotional Mister Freeze that we see here. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it, he's reverting. Why? How? Don't you know what this means to me? There must be some kind of mnemonic agent within the DNA. If only we could biopsy his organs at this stage. That might be doable. Stephanie? Stephanie? What are you doing? No! Please! Open the door! Please! Please! Who is who is showing more emotion than we've seen him show probably ever in mm-hmm. any incarnation? Uh, from his happiness to his you know, to his desperation to survive, to his anger at the end, where she's more very matter of fact about anything, but I thought she did a tremendous job. Yeah, she doesn't even blink when she like. There's no emotion when she decides to go kill kill yes. Mr. Freeze. So you, you're you're right on with that. And uh, of course, we have we have Michael Ansara, uh, our returning guest star as as Mr. Freeze here. Um, he's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a little bit. It's a little bit jarring at times when you don't. You're used to hearing the voice with a bit of a bit of a, a, a voice modulation yes. added to it. So when it's just his voice and there's no sort of effect on it, it is it does have a different feel to it. Um, it's sort of jarring and takes a second or two to get used to it. Um, but the, the I think the emotion that he expresses, especially in that scene where they decide they're going to kill him uh, in order to harvest his organs. Uh, like you said, he, he intentionally, they haven't given, they didn't give him a lot of emotion because he's supposed to be a cold, heartless, uh, you know, villain. 
um, albeit a tragic one. But it, this episode, he actually gets to express some of that that emotion, which I think I think he he does a good job in doing so. Absolutely, and of course we have the standbys here. We have. Uh, I thought this was, uh, of the episodes we've reviewed so far, I thought this was Will Friedle's best episode, uh, which is funny, we were talking about, because he's not in it as much. Um, yeah, yeah, he's, I mean, and well, yeah, Batman is in it, but they don't, he doesn't have a lot of dialogue. True. It's like an old, one of the old Bat- Batman animated series episodes, it was just, this was a Mr. Freeze episode. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of Michael Ansara, um, a lot more, uh, Derek Powers yes. than, than you had as, than Batman or, yes. or Bruce Wayne. Yes. Uh, again, obviously we have Sherman Howard as Derek Powers, but to me, and we've sort of touched on it in a few other, uh, categories, but the, the absolute best part of this episode for me was the dialogue between Bruce and Terry of Kevin mm-hmm. Conroy and Will Friedell. And I know they, that's one of the advantages I think of when they recorded these shows, they recorded the, the actors together, mm-hmm. which is very rare in animation uh, mm-hmm. certainly was at the time anyway mm-hmm. um so getting them to be able to bounce dialogue off each other directly and actually have conversations mm-hmm. in scenes like that definitely i feel like helped uh helped build that chemistry and again the 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 cynicism the anger the the all the memories of the pain that batman or bruce wayne saw mr freeze inflict on other people uh, versus sort of the youthful optimism uh, of, uh, of 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 Terry. I love the line, uh, the, I love the way Will delivers it too. Of uh, he says, it's "Just like my mom uh, said, he's just a guy trying to get his house in order." Right, and it's like just such a simple like colloquialism. When was this on? This morning. My fervent hope is that the technology used to help Victor will serve to help millions more. I want you to follow Freeze. Don't let him out of your sight. Why? I don't trust him. Powers or freeze? Neither. Come on, can't you cut him a little slack? Like my mom said, he's just a guy trying to put his house in order. It's a cold draft that blows through that house. But the way it's delivered and the the, the uh, response of, of Kevin Connery about there's a cold draft that blows through that house or something, yeah. it's so perfectly bruce and terry like it's it's such a great moment for them and then the final scene of the episode of them kind of realizing that they were both kind of right in the end freeze did go back to being a supervillain. he did go back to trying to kill people but he also in the end did save batman's life he saved terry's life by fighting blight and by and he doesn't blow up the entire city he just brings the building down on himself basically so he so th- that ending of them kind of coming to some sort of mutual understanding and and it feels like it feels like the characters aren't in the same place they were at the start of the episode. Agreed. Um, and that again, tough lesson to learn if you're a, even if you're a, a little bit older kid, if you're a teenager, of uh, there are no there there's no guarantees of a happy ending even for superheroes. Like there's something real real life. Uh, yeah. That's a real life lesson to learn, I think, and that's. Yeah, it's ended on such a down note is is tragic, but it makes the story even better. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it, it lends. We talked about a lot about it in Heart of Ice, just the tragedy of Mister Freeze, and the tragedy of the character, and and being able to put this um, this kind of as a exclamation point at the end of his story and giving him a nice little little bow tie on the end, even though it's not a happy ending. Um, mm-hmm. But I, it, if it's fitting for the character that this is this is the way. 
uh, that it, that he ended. Um, speaking of Mr. Freeze, we alluded to it a couple times before, but the line that he delivers as uh, as he's killing Doctor Lake is it, to me Mr. Freeze's one liners in in the Batman animated series. I could just listen to them probably on loop over and over yeah. again. Like the the ones from Heart of Ice, the the one about the summer summer's or you know the warm hand yes. and the summer breeze on your face. Oh yes, I'd kill for that. Like oh, I could listen to that on a loop. Yeah. The one w- right before that in the scene where um he tells you know I would I would shed tears if I had any left yes, to shed. Yeah. Uh, I, I, in my dreams, I see Nora looking to me with frozen eyes. How I've longed to see that look on your face. There's... We might have to do a second episode about Heart of Ice <laughs> down the line because I don't, I don't think we're done talking about it yet. But it, but there's another few. To your point, another few great Mister Freeze lines in here. That like, that line that he gives her. Oh man, because she uses it earlier on in the episode as they're transferring his consciousness to the new body. She says there might be some momentary discomfort, and the fact that he gets to use that right before he kills her, and he says it so emotionlessly, mm-hmm. just cold and like, "Yup, here it comes," and he says it. Victor, don't do it. Be some momentary discomfort. Oh, it's yeah. so good. You, and again, if you've seen the episode, I think that you remember that. Mm-hmm. We knew it was coming, but it was still goosebump-inducing when when we heard it. Even when he screams "blight" at the very end, and he yes. shoots shoots the you know he shoots blight out of the building, essentially. You only got it. Uh, that was that's delivered. Really he even well delivers done. something of a pun when he shows up in the suit and he goes, "This was something I kept in cold storage." But it's great. Yeah, it's not an Arnold pun. Like yeah. it's not an eye rolling moment. And then probably another uh, of my favorite parts of this is very near at the end when when the building's coming down and, and Freeze is pointing his, his gun or his, I guess it's his wrist gauntlet at, at Batman and Batman's begging him to like, let me save your life. And he just says, believe me, you're the only one who cares. Ooh. Stay where you are. You gotta get out of here, Freeze. The whole place is gonna go. Believe me. You're the only one who cares. Terry, get out of there now! Freeze, no! And then he puts up a wall of ice between them, and and Terry has no choice but to leave because the building is coming down. And that's, as as far as we know, is the end of Mr. Freeze forever. And... As as we said, and then playing that with the final scene of of, of uh, Kevin Conroy and Will Friedle talking to each other, and again, just it's such a tragic story, and it's but it's such a beautifully told story. Yeah. And even though it's not a, as much as I really enjoy superhero shows and movies and TV and cartoons and comics that have happy endings and that are more optimistic, 
it is, I think, good to have a story like this every once in a while that does remind you that these are people, and in it, in a real life scenario, these don't all get wrapped up with a nice little neat bow, right. and everything goes back to normal at yeah. the end. Yeah, yeah, they, it's done really, really well. And Alan Burnett had his hand in this episode. We know, yes, um, as a as a director, so his his uh, you know, it was, it was cool to see him contribute to that as well. So, based on all those reasons, Liam, I guess is why we both gave voice acting a 10 out of 10 um all right liam i think that about wraps us up we have our final scores then uh, actually uh-oh let's listen out that sound of course means i have a just decided on bonus point oh this we didn't even talk about this That's bonus true point it I, just, I decided it about halfway through the episode all right um, very good uh, but my uh, plus one for uh, is the double meaning of the title. Okay. So we have Meltdown, which, of course, ice is melting down because it's Mr. Freeze. Right. It's also our first Blight episode, ah. Radiation. So it's a radiation meltdown as okay. well as ice melting. Okay. Double meaning, which I just got for the first time today. Yeah. So I had to get, that's very clever. What if I told you it was actually a triple meaning? What? Because if you look at the story arc, too, throughout the episode... He's having Freeze, a mental meltdown? Free, yeah, Freeze has a... I mean, he has a mental meltdown. He goes from this period where you think he's rehabilitated, and then something happens, and it's... And it's... Yeah. Amazing. Mind blown. Mind blown. So I had to give it a plus one for that. Plus one for the title. I like it. Uh, that's very cool. So uh, that will bring... What's your uh, final score, Liam? So my final score... Uh, I'm, I guess what we're establishing here is how much I love Mr. Freeze in DCAU, because <laughs> I think this might be my second highest episode ever. I am 38 out of 40. Wow, 38 out of 40. Very cool. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what mine, about you, though? Mine, mine is... Uh, Totals up to thirty-five out of forty. So um, I think it's I think it's really really good. Um, you know, we both love this episode, and as far as rewatching it, yeah, yes, this is, this is a this is a yes. Watch this episode. I will watch it ten out of ten times. Yeah, yeah. and it, and again, it's it's cool because once Justice League came around, the sort of the nods to the other shows became a little more prevalent. Mm-hmm. You know, characters would pop back up, especially like the Cadmus arc or stuff or. Stuff that are winks and nods to stuff that's going to happen in Batman Beyond. But back here, we're still in Batman Beyond. As we've mentioned, there's some early nods, but but getting like a full story that was a continuation, really, of something that started back in the what the 13th episode right. of the of the DCAU that was ever produced. Like yep. is is this long show spanning uh, storyline. That uh, that comes to this tragic end. It's so well done. The the very Shakespearean operatic saga of Mister Freeze over the various DCAU shows and and movies as uh, it's it's tremendous. It's some of the best stuff that you're gonna find in these cartoons. Yeah, it's it's really really good. Um, definitely go watch this episode if you if you haven't Absolutely. seen it in a little while. All right, Liam, um, that brings us to the end of our episode this week. We, As always, we like to thank our listeners for tuning in. Be sure, if you haven't done so already, to subscribe to us via iTunes. If you do subscribe to us on iTunes, if you can, take a minute, give us a review. Um, I know it can be a pain in the butt sometimes, but it helps us out a great deal. And if you really like what we're doing, um, that that's a way that you can help us out. Um, you can also listen to us, as always, on the Google Podcast app. Um, or you can listen to us directly at dcaureview.com. That's where the episodes are posted weekly, 10 a.m. every single week. 
9 Central. <laughs> um, and uh, you can check out there. You can kind of hunt around. We have the entire archive on there. You can also go back and uh, kind of search by villain. You can search by find our other Mr. Freeze episodes uh, just by clicking on uh, the website and, and, and looking around uh, via the, the tags on uh, each post. But, uh, yeah, William. Uh, so if people want to talk to us about this week's episode, how and where is the best way they can do that? Best way is definitely our Twitter. You can find us at DCA you review uh at twitter.com which is a free website free. uh and lo- uh, always we mention it every week because it's the gosh darn truth we love talking to people about this stuff seeing fan art seeing different theories uh the community that's there is is really cool we enjoy talking with people different we- animation the, you know the arguing about the different animation styles do you prefer the original series uh, versus the new Batman Adventures or Batman Beyond or Justice League, that kind of stuff. It's all really fascinating. It's fun to talk about. We love. To, we just spent 28 minutes talking about a children's cartoon from 1999. <laughs> we really love talking yes. about this stuff. Please so come talk about it with us on Twitter. Please come talk to us on Twitter. Now, Liam, we have to ask this question. Do we have a Facebook page? <laughs> I mean, officially, yeah. The okay. official word is yes. We have a... Uh, you can find us at facebook.com slash DCAU review. But we don't really use it that much. And Liam, why is that again? Well, it's because Mark Zuckerberg, the, the CEO of Facebook, like Derek Powers, like Ferris Boyle, <laughs> and like Mr. Freeze, is an unfeeling, cold hearted <laughs> monster <laughs> who thinks you should have to pay to interact with the people that like your page. So even if, say, you have a hundred people that like your page, they're not going to see it in their Facebook timelines when you post unless you pay. And we refuse to pay. So you can just follow us on Twitter. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. If you're really into the Facebook, you can find us there. You can message us on there. We'll be happy to talk to you there. But you got to find us. Right. We won't call you. you got to call us. Exactly. That's how it's got to go. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week. I'm Cal. And I'm Liam. And that will do us for this week's episode of the DCA Review. We'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.